0: I talk about a lot of movies on this show, and chances are, you haven't seen all of them. Want an easy way to watch them all and so much more? You should check out Amazon Prime. If you go to my website right now, moviesmorepod.com, linked in the description, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can check out a tab that will take you to start a 30-day free trial of Prime. On top of that, every movie I talk about will have a product link to rent the movie through Amazon in the episode description. So go watch more movies and do it with Amazon. Thanks for supporting this great service and this show. Hey and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright friends, welcome back to the show, and today I'm here to talk about a movie that I am super excited to talk about and have been for a long time. This is one of my favorites, and it is of course the classic horror comedy Ghostbusters, the 1984 version. If you're somehow unfamiliar with the plot of this movie, I can give you a brief rundown here. follows four guys, three university scientists, and one sort of technician uh, sort of guy who form a team called the Ghostbusters who are based in New York and investigate uh, paranormal instances across the city. They, They bust and trap ghosts wherever they can find them and are eventually sort of brought into this larger ghost conspiracy with a... With a huge, ominous, unknown power who uh, might be their biggest threat yet. So, you know, no pressure. Uh, spoiler alert, though. They they win. Uh, they save the day. And the city is okay. But um, I love this movie, man. I'm just going to cut to the chase. I absolutely love it. It's interesting. Sort of my journey with it. Uh, a few years ago. Like, like a few years ago. That might not even be accurate. It might... I don't even know. It might have been like five to six years. I'm really not sure, but we were flipping through channels at uh, some vacation cabin or something that we rented, and we came across the ending of this movie, and it's obviously super cheesy. The effects aren't that great. And we were like, this is awful. What is this? Blah. And so I was sort of put off from it by by that. And I was a little younger, so I had less of a sense of like certain things. You know, they they change contexts with age and like certain things are meant to be cheesy or meant to be funny and certain things like have evolved with the times and I'm not used to that kind of effects or that way of of setting up jokes like that style of comedy so it just read as weird to me I didn't really get it and so I was always put off by the movie just from the, that ending and I will be honest with you even now I think there are a lot of parts of the ending that feel not great like they feel either anticlimactic or like kind of weird awkwardly staged the set is very obviously a set some of the effects are terrible some of the effects are really cool the marshmallow man uh the Stay Puft marshmallow man is still really really awesome looks really awesome to me even today with my 2020 eyes i think that that looks a lot better than a lot of the effects in the the movie prior to that and also a lot of the effects in the the reboot so, you know, I don't know what what that says, but I just am a big fan of that style of visual effects where it's all practical and composites and stuff. And it's not always fantastic, but I still think a lot of the times it does work well if you're viewing it through the appropriate lens, appropriate lens. Um so, yeah, I kind of see it both ways now. And I do think though overall it's kind of an anticlimactic and very weird ending. With sort of ill-defined rules, like they loosely set up the whole "don't cross the streams" thing. Like it is a, it is a plot point. It is mentioned, but it's, you know, it, it's kind of just like, oh, conveniently, we need to do, we need to do this, and this is the, uh, the, the perfect fix for this problem, and whatever. And so it's a little convenient. It's a little anticlimactic. It's a little bit awkward. So I understand why some people might not be drawn to it, and why younger me wasn't drawn to it. But I think if you Uh, If you go back and you watch the rest of the movie, I feel it's impossible to not be won over by this movie's charm. This movie has some really well-written lines and some really great characters, some really memorable performances and moments and quotable lines that uh, really stick with you. I love the dynamic between these four guys. They really have great chemistry, and they're all really, really funny, and this was kind of the, the height of their power. I love that it isn't just the four mains though either, it's pretty much every character who is in this movie makes an impression, um, like all the side characters, all the minor bit players pretty much are very memorable, from the college students in the beginning to the professor guy that fires them, to uh, to Louis Tully, Rick Moranis' character, Dana, Janine, they all are very distinct characters who all make a very strong impression, uh, the hotel usher, even the the housekeeper the the guests like the random guests like they all kind of have personality this version of new york has personality i'm sorry if you can hear that in the background someone decided that 9 22 at night was the perfect time to go drag racing or something i don't know somebody's ripping ripping a bike through here but um i think they're gone now i don't think you can hear it anymore but if you can i apologize sir i'm trying to record a podcast if you could quiet down (laughs) Sorry. Just had to deal with that real quick. Um, I lost my train of thought. But this movie is really good, is basically what I'm trying to say. Effects notwithstanding, I think that the pacing is really, really good. I think that the writing is very sharp, and the people who are there to deliver it are very funny and elevate it even beyond what's already there on the page. I think this is just in general a very original idea, the way they present it, the way that they're kind of running a business and it's not, um, you know, it's not all glitz and glamour. They do have to kind of scrounge their way to, uh, to a point where they're, like, famous and well-known and and can really, like, have some momentum behind what they're trying to do here. It takes them, you know, it takes a little bit of angling. It takes a little bit of, uh, of like scrounging for success and I think that's really cool it it has a a nice everyman element to it despite the fact that these people are obviously like super crazy fictional movie scientists who can create technology that doesn't even remotely exist yet you know it, they are still feel grounded and some of their weirder moments are um are played off of in in unique and funny ways through like just based on the the dynamic of the group and and how all the characters play off each other, they all really complement each other well, and the way the script is written really allows you to connect with them uh in in really interesting ways so I think that this movie is really fantastic it's really 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 fun and endless, endlessly entertaining to me. I do think that uh that there has to be the caveat for someone who hasn't seen this before that the 80s were a different time, especially for comedies. It's not going to play the same as a comedy now would. It's just, it's a different pacing. It's a different style of delivery for jokes. It's just not quite the same, you know. It's Everything's really evolved. The same thing with the effects. They're really cheesy, but if you can just kind of, you know, suspend your disbelief and kind of be transported to this world for a little while and and you know laugh along with some of the terrible and like just utterly abysmal um demon dog thing effects like whatever those things are called uh those effects are atrocious and I understand that and I can understand that that's kind of a can be a, a barrier to entry for a lot of people because you know the ghosts are a pretty big part of this movie and and they don't always look the best but I really think that if You can just kind of check all that at the door and laugh along with it and just have fun with it. This movie is really, really great. And it's, um, it's, uh, a movie in the franchise that has never been touched, in my opinion. There's never been anything quite as good, uh, since. So, yeah, maybe Ghostbusters Afterlife could have changed that, turned things around. I definitely was really excited to see it this year, but, uh who knows at this point when that'll come out that was supposed to be in kind of towards the beginning of the summer movie season if I remember correctly but obviously that didn't really pan out but anyway let's not get depressing uh I recommend this movie wholeheartedly with that small caveat and I really think that uh you'll enjoy it so yeah love this movie really really great classic before I get out of here I want to say that I am grateful for really great friends I love that I have tighten my circle progressively over the years and have really just stuck with a really strong tight-knit group of of friends who are just all very interesting people who I love to learn more about every day and who I love to support and talk to and, and whatever you know just hang out with it's it's really great to have those type of people in my life and I just thought it was worth putting into words how appreciative I am of that so yeah that's my grateful for this week a little bit more Impactful than some of my other ones, but I think that's good because some of mine are really silly, and some of mine are really impactful, so it's good to have like the balance and this one I think was was a little more important to me, so yeah, grateful for good friends. all right, you know the drill if you enjoyed the show, please rate review subscribe wherever you get your podcasts uh you know if there's somebody else in your life who you think would uh would enjoy it, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. If you want to find links to contact me, uh, the most recent episode, um, Amazon stuff that I talk about, whatever, you know, you know the drill. Um, go to moviesandmorepod.com. That's a great landing page for everything I do here. You can find all that stuff I said about and a whole lot more. Uh, so thank you if you did all know that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. Don't forget the Amazon link is always in the show notes. I don't know why I said that. I have a whole ad spot that says that every single episode, so there's no reason for me to mention it, but figured I'd remind you, you know. And that's on the website, too, if you need need it in another place. Uh, Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh... It's been a little bit since I've recorded. I don't know if you can tell. But I'm trying to hold it together. I don't know what's going on here. I think I did all right, though. I think I made it out okay. Uh, There's a few jarring edits in this episode, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there isn't yet, but there will be. uh, Just because it's been a little bit rambling. But I've been doing my best. So, anyway. Thank you, as always, for listening. That's the most important thing that you can do to support me. And I... Yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. But until then... When someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Peace. Sorry if I just (laughs) destroyed your ears.